welcome back. Continuing and coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailal of Summerton, Philadelphia. We are towards the end of the first parak of the fourth section of Derech Hashem. So we are in Chelik Dalit, Parak Aleph, Ois Dalit. We have Dalit and Hey, we're going to try to wrap up the first parak today. And as we saw already, the fourth section is all about understanding mitzvahs on a specific, general and specific level, how we can bring the world back to the Rebbeinshem, we bring the universe back to the Rebbeinshem, and understand how all mitzvahs function, positive and negative, and this this completes the the circle, closes the circle of what the Sefer Derech Hashem is all about, right? Derech Hashem, so Baruch Hashem all the way at the end now, it begins with understanding who the Rebbeinshem is, what the Rebbeinshem is, what the Rebbeinshem's objective is in creating the universe, how the Rebbeinshem maintains that, how Kosh Baruch Hu communicates with man, and finally how man can bring himself and the universe back to Hashem. And we saw that the Ramchal made a lot of categories and subcategories. There's mitzvahs, and there's Torah. And within mitzvahs, there's four different kinds of mitzvahs, which are three members, right? There's constant, daily, seasonal, and situational. Now the Ramchal wraps up all of the mitzvahs with just a general statement and observation about all mitzvahs, both positive and negative, and what's going on behind the scenes with all mitzvahs. The one thing that summarizes all mitzvahs, even though categorically we have different mitzvahs, which we said fundamentally work different, but they're all there to do one basic thing. Amnam, says the Ramchal. Dalit. Iker kol inyanim The main idea and principle behind everything that we're given, all the mitzvahs, is one idea. One common idea that's really a, 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 a um, constant behind the scenes in every single mitzvah. And that's Nizbar B'chelek Aleph Perik Dalit. Shehu ha'pniya elav yisbarach u'bakoshas kirvasoi. What is the objective of all mitzvahs that they have in common? All mitzvahs, regardless of the type of the mitzvah, that is pniya elav yisbarach u'bakoshas kirvasoi, is for us to be seeking Hashem, searching for Hashem, directed towards Hashem, and trying to become close to Hashem. That's the point and the, the goal relief all mitzvahs. Every single mitzvah is there to give us an opportunity to become closer to Hashem, to become at one with Hashem, to bond with Hashem. According to the ways that every single mitzvah functions, each mitzvah with its own uh, aspects, with, it, with, 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 its own, um, uh, with its own properties, each mitzvah is there to do that in its own way, according to that mitzvah, Tzitzis in the Tzitzis way, Tzitzis in the Tzitzis way, Shabbos, Mezuzah, in their own way, but they're all there to allow me to come close to Hashem, to be like Hashem, to be at one with Hashem. So, that, that's first, first of all, before we go on this paragraph, what an amazing, beautiful, um, and rich perspective on, on now on mitzvahs from this moment forward in our lives. And we're talking about mitzvahs, we're talking about halachas, and we're grappling, we're struggling with things like putting on two items of clothing at the same time. With, with all kinds of other interesting halachas that we're discovering. Hey, I never knew this, I never, knew, never you know, was aware of this. Okay, we said we're learning new things every day. But mitzvahs are never to be looked at as, you know, our, our default mode. Our Yetzirah wants us to look at mitzvahs as, at, at best, something very dry, ritualistic, a rite, a Jewish, you know, rite, R-I-T-E, not R-I-G-H-T, a ritual. On a good day, that's how our Yetzirah looks at a mitzvah, as a ritual. It's a ritual. A ritual is exactly what we were discussing earlier. Like, I'll do it, but I don't get it. I don't know if anyone gets it. I don't know if I'm supposed to get it. This is just what Jewish people do. That's a ritual. And Judaism doesn't have rituals. And when you know people talk about rituals, it's a disservice to Yiddishkeit when you use the word ritual. A ritual means you just do this. Just follow the rules and don't ask any questions. This is just what we do. 
So on a good day, our Yetzirah wants us to understand mitzvahs as ritualistic. On a bad day, we understand mitzvahs as, as, as um, suppressive. Suppressive. Uh, you know, just, I, I'm, I'm locked into this. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, what should I do? I had the, you know, uh, I was, it was decided that I was going to be born to Jewish parents, so I, I'm, I'm Jewish. And as a Jew now, I'm, I'm, I'm given, uh, you know, all, all these requirements and things that get in the way, things that get in the way. They're, they're suppressive mitzvahs. They get in the way of, you know, uh, of um, all my freedoms. I have oh, the Constitution, the Constitution gives me a whole list of freedoms, but, you know, I have freedom to have breakfast in bed, right? Oh, no, 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 you have to daven before you eat, right? Sorry, sorry, let's throw, that one goes out the window, no breakfast in bed, because you got to get up, you got to wash Nagelwasser, right? You got to get, get dressed, put on your tzitzis, daven, you're going to eat, have breakfast in bed before you daven, would you shake it? You can't eat before you daven. Okay, so I guess Jews can't have breakfast in bed. Why not? Because of mitzvahs. Mitzvahs got in the way. Mitzvahs got in the way, right? I would love, I would love to, um, to go out with my buddies and uh, have the all-afternoon matinee, the, uh, the, um, the um, double feature. Yeah, I was going to say the triple feature. <laughs> the triple feature. See three movies back to back to back to back. Mm. Right? Go out with my, we're going to go see the whole, uh, how, many, how many movies are there right now in the whole uh, Star Wars? There's like 20. Used to be, uh, yeah, 20, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. I want to see them all back to back to back. Oh, no, sorry, but Mincha. You know, the Mincha, the Shki is going to come smack in the middle. But what's going to be with Mincha? All right, so I can't do that one either. Mincha gets thrown, you know, that, that, that gets thrown out of the window because of Mincha. All right, so no breakfast in bed because, because Shachris gets in the way, Tfilin gets in the way. Zaykin Bench, Tzlacha. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Thank you for joining. Um, this, this one gets tossed out of the way because of Shachris and Tfilin and Tzitzis and, and uh, all that. And Kiddush. You know, you've got to make kiddush before you get to the kiddush. This, so that the breakfast in bed, no breakfast in bed for Jews. And the, the traditional feature in the matinee, they got mincha. Sorry, we got, got to toss that one out. And I would love to, uh, I don't know, to to um, to um, compete in uh, in uh, this, uh, you know, the triathlon. But you know, the competition's on Shabbos, so Shabbos is going to get in the way with that one. So on a bad day, on a bad day, we look at mitzvahs as being very suppressive. Mitzvahs getting the way of what I want. On a good day, mitzvahs are ritualistic, very dry, very wooden, just do these things and don't ask any questions. They put on these black boxes, put on these things with strings, these funny things with the strings on them. Um, don't mix this, don't eat this, don't, 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 you know, ritualistic. Just follow the rules. On a bad day, they're very suppressive. And the Ramchal is, is trying to help us, is helping us. And he's telling us, no, every mitzvah is a golden opportunity. Every mitzvah, it's not a ritual and not a dry dry, empty, uh, meaningless practice, nor is it suppressive. It's a golden nugget. And it's a, it's a chance to bond with the infinite. It is actually a gift from the infinite. It's a gift from the infinite. It's an open line, more than an open line. It's a golden ticket. A golden ticket. And Hashem wants us to hang out with him. Hashem wants us to chill with him. And yeah, Hashem sees the triple matinee. But why would you want to see the whole, all the back to the futures, back to back to back to back? Why, why? Come, come spend some time with me. Here's a golden ticket. And this is going to give you eternity. This is going to give you meaning and purpose in life. This is going to give you holiness. And this is going to make you such a good person. And here, it's, what, it's these black boxes. 
look, look what you just got from Hashem. Zaitzik. Zaitzik. You know these things? Zaitzik. Tzitzis. Also known as Tzitzis. Zaitzik. You guys know the Zaitzik story? Zaitzik. I told you once the Zaitzik story? No. Oh, no. Okay, uh, well, Yitzchak, we lost Yitzchak. Oh, I thought it was a warning. They didn't give me any warning this time, unless I ignored it when we were talking about Back to the Future. I don't know. Got myself in trouble. Okay, we just have to go back three minutes into the past <laughs> and to get Yitzchak before the computer shut off on him. Now, I was once in, in, in I, was, I grew up in Denver. I was learning in yeshiva in Denver, and uh, this fellow once came in there. The guy came in from Wyoming looking for was asking the Bachem where he could buy a pair of Zaitzik. What's that? Well, we eventually figured out that he wanted tzitzis. He's telling us he was complaining that Wyoming is a, is a Judaic wasteland. It's a Judaic wasteland over there. He had to drive all the way to Denver to buy a pair of Zaitzik. Zaitzik is Jewish? another name for tzitzis? Apparently. Anyway. Where? <laughs> in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. Local. But that, so, um, tzitzis, Rabbi Said. Tzitzis. Is 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 a golden ticket? Shabbos is a golden ticket, and and not putting on two pairs of clothes at the same time. It's Hashem saying, "Please do this," and it's a golden ticket. Like I, I know you don't get it, but it's don't not. Do this. It's not right. Please do this by not doing it. Yes. And Hashem is saying every single time. Hashem gave you. So the way we have to look at mitzvahs when we wake up in the morning, and there's such a beautiful way of looking at this is when you put on tzitzis, like, I just got something from Hashem. Hashem just gave me these tzitzis. Hashem just gave me this tefillin. Like, every morning, Hashem just gave me this, because the tefillin are coming directly from Hashem as a means of being like Hashem and connecting to Hashem and elevating ourselves above the, you know, silly, static, you know, stagnating level of reality down here. Every time I'm doing a mitzvah, Hashem is delivering me, hand-delivering me, special delivery to me, into my hands, not just to my front door, but on a daily, ongoing basis. That's what all mitzvahs are. Opportunities. Golden opportunities. That's a mitzvah. So it's not a ritual. It's, it's rather an invitation. It's not dry. It's, it's rich. And it's not suppressive. It is liberating. Mitzvah is liberating. It liberates us, releases us from, you know, silliness, as opposed to interfering with what we want in life, so to speak. Um, yeah. It's enlightenment and enrichment. Not suppressive and um, inconvenient. Behine, Sarach she nishtadu lahazri kol meniyaz harash she on our way to doing mitzvahs, we also have to make efforts and strides in avoiding all that's wrong, all that's evil, all that's bad, that tries to pull us down. We have to avoid everything about this world that pulls us down, that pulls us downward, and we have to strengthen ourselves, gird ourselves, reinforce our attachments to things that bring us upward. So what's he talking about again? He's talking about, he's elaborating really on those four words that we saw at the end of yesterday. Sur, meira, toiv. Avoid evil and do good. Avoid evil, that summarizes all 365 negative commandments. 
Asetayv, do good, that summarizes all 265, um, sorry, 248 positive commands. That summarizes all of them. The 365 negative and the 245 positive are summarized in those four words. And that's what the Ramchal just elaborated on. But without without um, throwing this in our faces, what he's saying is avoiding doing Averis is avoiding all the darkness and the and and the the um, the, the real limitations of life, which is just be, being overly connected to this world. That gets in the way of our re- true liberation, our true enlightenment, and our true. Um, um, you know, finishing process, just a perfect perfection, and when we avoid all the pitfalls of this world, then we can focus on the asay the the those golden tickets, those golden nuggets that connect us to Hashem. See, he, uh, uh, he gave us a very nice and, and four or five lines over here. Um, re, uh, a a a a um, you know in the palm snapshot definition. Of um, thumbnail def- definition of all mitzvahs and all averes. Shezek kol chefta yisbarach v'chol tachlis bruai es abria ukemay shekasavnu. That's Hashem's ultimate desire. That's what Hashem wants from us. That's why He created. Now, again, we see we're connecting this back to the beginning of the sefer. That was the objective, the purpose of all of creation is for mankind to perfect themselves, for humanity to bring themselves back to the rivayin shalaylam, and and we have to really see that all averes. Are really just sur meira, avoiding things that are bad for us. All mitzvahs are asetayv, doing things that are good for us, as opposed to rules, as opposed to limitations, as opposed to being suppressed. When Hashem says don't do this, when Hashem says don't eat this, it's not a arbitrary uh, requirement. It's not an arbitrary, you know, policy that's being set. By an authoritarian, you know, heartless, insensitive supreme leader over here, a supreme being that's just trying to make life difficult or make life life challenging. Life is not about challenges and obstacle courses as much as it's about, as much as it's about avoiding things that are really just not good for us. All the avers are always about avoiding things that are not good for us, and all misses are all about doing things that are good for us. And that's how we have to look at every mitzvah. I just, it's, it's good for me, and I got it from directly from the Bible. This Aver is bad for me, and Hashem is telling me to steer clear of it. As opposed to, again, seeing them as limitations, as, as suppressions, as getting in the way of my life. And we make this mistake all the time in understanding the opposite, and that, oh, you know, I would love to have breakfast in bed, but what should I do? Shulchan Aruch doesn't let me do it. There's no practical way of having breakfast in bed with, with Shulchan Aruch. And there really isn't. You know, the only way a religious Jew can have breakfast in bed is you get up, wash Nagelvasser, go daven, put on tefillin, to just go daven with, with a tzibur because you have to daven in shul, right? Then come back home, get it back into your pajamas, get in bed, and then your wife will come with the pancakes and the waffles and the, you know, the coffee. That's the only way to do it, really. It's the only way to, that a from Yid who wants to follow Shulchan Aruch can have breakfast in bed. So who's going to do that? <laughs> if you really want breakfast in bed, you'll do that, right? I'll bring you the hash browns and the, and the freshly squeezed orange juice after you did all that, and you come back home and get back into your pajamas. And well, uh, breakfast in bed is for women, then. Maybe it's just for women. Correct. 
But even women have to. We say birchas hashachar first. Wash the hands and say birchas hashachar. Yeah, it's a lot shorter than ours. It's a lot shorter, and they don't have to go to shul, exactly. and they don't have to put on tefillin exactly. or a towels. That's true. So, and, and they can theoretically can sit up in bed and just wash nagavasa there by your bed and say birchas hashachar, and then you don't have to get dressed. That's right. Women it's for women for women, but for what? But we're, we're, we're men, so, it, so we just have to. Okay, I'd love to have breakfast in bed, but the, the shulchan aruch got in the way. It got in the way. That's when our yetsar hara is is running the show. When, when we're, we're being guided by the clarity and the enlightenment of the Ramchal, we see that I, why would I want breakfast in bed if I have a golden ticket waiting for me here in Shul? I'm running to Shul because whatever those waffles are and those hash browns and um, what else do we get with that content? Caviar maybe? I don't know. What? Crepes. Crepes, right? Whatever that is. That's down here. That's no golden tickets. That's not golden nuggets here. Hashem is hand-delivering me. Tefillin, tzitzis, tefillin, tzibor, kedusha, baruchu, kaddish. All that stuff goes way beyond those crepes. And Hashem is inviting me to, 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 to uh, the continental smorgasbord, as it were, of, of tefillin, tzibor, of talus and tefillin. But it's hard for and, people to see that. Because exactly. It's, it's very One hard. is short-minded and short-term. One is long-minded and long-term. That's right. It's extremely hard. And that's why the Ramchal is, 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 is telling us this. And that's why we're learning this together. And not only it's hard for people, this is a mistake that goes back to the dawn of time. And it's, it is Parshas Noach, but as we mentioned last night in the Chumash here, Parshas Parashas always gets neglected. It always slips through the cracks over here because it's still Bein Azmanim. And... Uh, Parshish always seems to come out before the Summerton community gets back in session again. But you know who made the same mistake of looking at Mrs. and Averis as <laughs> suppressive and limiting what I really want to do? In Gan Eden, they made this mistake already. I want to read this some Pesukim here with, with Oilam, see some amazing insights going on. This goes back to the dawn of time. So this mistake was already made in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Chava and the Nachash and the snake. Listen up. How many mitzvahs did Adam and Chava have in Gan Eden? They had two mitzvahs. What were their two mitzvahs? Be fruitful and multiply. No! That came later. Eat from all the trees. Eat from these trees and don't, don't eat from that tree. Don't eat yeah. from this one and eat from all the other trees. One positive, one negative. One positive, one negative. Excellence. And then the one positive that, 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 that encompassed all the 248 positives that we have. And their one negative that encompassed and incorporated that one negative, all 365 that we have, okay? One positive, one negative. And um, let's see the commandment that Adam, that Hashem gives Adam, and let's see how it's said over when Chava relates to the Nachash, the commandment that was given to them. And here are two different takes on the same commandment. How Hashem said it originally to man, and how man understood it as is evinced by how Chava repeats it to the Nachash. Let's see. So, um, it says like this. Hashem, no, no. Hashem commanded man saying, Adam, From all the trees in the, in the Gan, a double lotion. Please eat, 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 eat. I want you to eat all these. It's good for you. Eat everything. But from this one tree, don't eat. Why shouldn't you eat it? For on the day that you eat, you're going to die. So what's Hashem telling him? Why shouldn't he eat from the Etadaz? It's bad for you. He means because. It's going to have consequences. And I don't want you to eat it because I don't want you to die. It's very clear. Very clear. And, and two things are very clear. A, 
Hashem doesn't want him to eat from the Eitzah Das because Hashem is concerned for Adam's welfare. Key means as a result of. Don't eat it because as a result of eating it, you're going to die. I don't want you to die. And it's also clear, B, that Hashem does want Adam to eat from all the other trees. I want you to eat these trees. This is good for you. Eat all this stuff. It's good for you. Don't eat from this one because it's bad for you. We have a Sur Meira and we have an Asay Toif. How does Chavis say it over to the Nachash? You guys want to hear something incredible? Listen to how Chavis says it over to the Nachash. When Chavis says it back to the Nachash, so Nachash comes and strikes up a conversation with Chavah. Nachash comes along and says, Hey Chavah, what's up? What's up, Chavah? Right, that's what happened. Um, Chavah said, Nachash, what's up with you? What, what's, what's up with you? Says Chavah back to Nachash. Oh, you guys know you know that part of the... <laughs> no. All right, let's see. Vayamer... Ela, oh, Isha. So Nachash, the tricky snake, came along to the, to the Chavah, and he said like this. Did Hashem really say you can't eat from any of the trees? Uh, Hashem didn't say that, right? This is the tricky snake. He said, did Hashem really say you can't eat from any of the trees? No, from fruits in the garden, Noichel, we're allowed to eat. There's an immediate difference over here. How did Hashem say it? You're allowed to eat from all the trees except for one. Hashem said, a double lashon. I want you to eat. I want you to eat. It was encouraging. And what has Chavah saying it over? No. Yeah, we, from, 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 from the fruits we're allowed to eat. Noichel. We may eat. We're allowed to. Hashem let us eat from those. Already a very different take. But from the fruits of the tree, Asher that the prize tree over there, that she's putting emphasis on that. Hashem said, don't eat. Don't even touch it. It's off limits. Off limits. I'm not allowing you. I'm suppressing you from this tree. Pentamusun, lest you die. Note how Chava says it. What Hashem say? Don't eat. Ki for on the day that you eat, you're going to die. Chava doesn't say ki. She says pen. Pen means lest in English. More strict. And there is a, a, a universe of a difference between those two words, ki and pen. Ki is consequential. Pen is punitive. Pen means, I'm going to have to punish you if you do it. Don't do it because God's going to have to punish you. Pen lest. I mean, it's not consequential. It's just an angry God. You don't, don't make me mad. Don't make me mad. That's off limits. If I see you crossing that line, I'm going to have to punish you. This was Chava's understanding of the two original mitzvahs. Chava's understanding was that Hashem just arbitrarily made this off limits, and if you cross that line, you're going to get punished. Nothing to do with my best interests. Nothing to do with whether it's good for me or bad for me. But it has to do with just Hashem that just decided that I can't have things. Hashem's taking things away from me. The exact take of a child, when we tell our child, no, I'm sorry, you know, you can't have hot dogs for breakfast. I'm sorry, you can't have, you know, uh, can't have, you can't have... Mine. Some of us never got over that being that child, right? There's a Russian dish. When, it's when, omelet with hot dogs. Oh, geschmack. Okay, well, I don't give that to my kids. So, so you tell your kids, you can't have oh, hot dogs for cookie. breakfast. Did you ever have that? Omelet no, I'm sorry. You know, shave. No last night. Yeah, you can't drive the car, right? You're, you don't have a driver's license yet, and your feet don't even reach the pedals yet. No, I'm sorry. You can't do any of these things, right? You cannot do any of these things. Something um, they do. And what is a child? What is a child's reaction when a parent says that to the child? You're mean. You're mean. You're taking things away from me. You're taking things away from me. 
the child does not see that as a surah meirah, that no, it's just not good for you. If you drive my car, it's not, not good for you, not good for the car, not good for the people on the street, not good for anybody, right? Child doesn't see that. He just sees that the parent is being mean. You're not nice. I don't like you. You're mean to me. This is what we hear from, that's pen, pen, lest. I'm going to have to punish you if you cross that line. Now, Hashem didn't say that. Hashem said, key. If you cross the, if you eat that, you're gonna die, and I don't don't want you to die. Adam and Chava, Chava's interpretation was, yeah, Hashem said we, we could eat these if we want, but this one, the prize one, the beautiful one, Hashem said that's off limits. Don't eat it, don't touch it, because I'm gonna have to kill you. That is our Yetzer Hara's understanding always of Mitzvah Snavirus, suppressive, not in our best interests, uh, an uh, arbitrary God that's just trying to set arbitrary rules for us rituals and is trying to suppress us. And the Ramchal is coming to tell us and coming to show us that that's Yiddishkeit is never about that. It's through Meirav HaSetev HaShem telling us to avoid things that are just not good for you. Ki, ki You're going to die. I don't want you to die. And all the mitzvahs are golden nuggets and golden opportunities. So a beautiful idea. Let's just bring this home. Let's wrap up the parak over here. Hey, that's how the mitzvahs work on a general level, how they work on a specific level. So each mitzvah is different. Each mitzvah functions differently in terms of making that bond, making that connection. And each mitzvah has a different path, a different approach, different properties, and how it gets that done and affects different uh, different areas of myself, different areas of the universe. Each mitzvah has its own piece of the pie that it puts together. And now, as we go further in the fourth section, says Ramchal, we're going to go through some of the mitzvahs, one at a time, to explain how the mitzvahs work on a specific level that's very fascinating. We're going to go through the mitzvahs that are more relevant, that are more applicable, and we're going to go through some of the basics and understand how those mitzvahs work, specifically the areas of us that they're perfecting, the areas of the universe they're perfecting, and that's the stage, really, this is the introduction for the rest of the Chelek Dalit, we're going to see mitzvah by mitzvah. We're going to go through Limit Torah. We're going to go through mitzvahs. We're going to see how they all are making their own contribution in their own special way. And that wraps up the first parakim. Next week we continue with the second parakim. I want you to have a wonderful Shabbos, Kodesh. Thank you for joining us. So, question.